Welcome to the Small Business Tax Savings Podcast, powered by Jetro. Each week, we bring extremely valuable accounting and tax tips specific to small business owners. You will be on your way to growing your business and putting more money in your pockets. Here's your host. Hello, small business owners, and welcome back to another episode. I am your host and founder of Jetro, Mike Jezoshek. Today's topic is going to be on cash versus accrual accounting and what are they. Now, before we get into that, this episode is brought to you by Jetro, a digital accounting firm servicing business owners across the country, helping them relieve stress around financials and save thousands in taxes. Again, today's topic is going to be what is cash and accrual accounting and why does it matter? This is part three in our All About Bookkeeping series. So if you missed the first two weeks, check them out. The topics were what is bookkeeping and why do I need bookkeeping for my business? Then we talked about what are bookkeeping debits, credits, and the chart of accounts. So if you haven't checked those two episodes out, check them out first. And before we dig into the deep stuff, so once we get into next week, we're going to be talking about financial statements, balance sheets, income statements, the fun stuff. We want to talk about this topic of cash versus accrual. And there's always a lot of confusion about, should I be cash? Should I be accrual? What is cash? What is accrual? And so that's exactly what we want to talk about today. The first one I want to talk about is cash basis. So what is cash basis accounting or cash basis bookkeeping? Basically, it just means that you recognize revenue and expenses when cash comes into your account or leaves your account. So again, you recognize revenue when you receive cash into your account, when you physically receive the cash, and you recognize expenses when cash physically leaves your account or on a credit card. So let's go with an example. You deposit a check for April services. So you you provided services in April, but you deposited the check in May. You would report that sales income or service income in May because that's when you deposited the money. That's when you received the funds. Or an example on the expense side, let's say you paid a contractor in June for work that they did in May. That would be considered an expense in June because that's when you actually paid the contractor. So cash is very easy to understand. Cash in, we report it as income. Cash out, we report as expenses. It doesn't matter if we had an invoice or a payable or anything like that. Those are not recorded. We don't record actual income or expenses until we've actually received the money or we've actually paid something. So when we think about accounts receivable and accounts payable, they're not recognized on a cash basis. So if you were to provide a service for a client in May, but it's still outstanding, you haven't received that actual income, you would not recognize any income until it's actually paid. So that's cash basis. Recognize revenue when you receive cash, recognize expenses when cash leaves your account. Some of the benefits to cash basis is it's easy to maintain or it's easier to maintain cash in, cash out. It's easy to understand. It's very, it's very logical. Report income as it's received or report expenses when they go out. And you have a better idea on money available to spend. It better matches, it matches your bank account more closely because it's on a cash basis. It's cash driven. And another good benefit is that income is not taxed until it hits the actual bank account. So you're not paying taxes on income until you actually receive it. Now, some of the downfalls to a cash basis is that reporting may be a little bit less reliable. So let's do an example. Let's say you have a client that sends you money 
and let's say it's in June. So you receive a deposit for $50,000 in June. You're going to report that income in June. But let's say in August, you have a bunch of expenses related to that $50,000. So let's just say you're a marketing company and someone pays you $50,000 to do marketing for them. And two months later, you're going to have expenses like Facebook ads, Google ads, and all these expenses that you're using that $50,000 to record. The reporting is going to be a little less reliable because you're showing $50,000 of income when you receive the money, but you're not actually using those funds to pay expenses until a couple months later. So it's going to look like, hey, we had this great month, but then two months later when you have all those expenses, it's going to look like, hey, we had this really bad month, when in reality they should be balancing each other out. Uh, Another downfall into cash basis is that you just have less insights into invoices outstanding or bills that need to be paid. So that's cash basis. Now let's look at the opposite, accrual basis. So what is accrual basis accounting? What is accrual basis bookkeeping? Basically, you recognize revenue and expenses when earned. So you recognize revenue when it's earned, regardless of when it's received, and you recognize expenses in the period that they are related to, regardless of when it's actually paid. So let's use another example. Let's use an example where you provide services for a client in the month of April. You would report income for the month of April because that's when you completed those services. Even if you don't actually receive that payment until May, June, July, whatever it might be, you're reporting income in April because that's when the services were completed. Or let's say you have a contractor that did work for you in May. You would record that expense, that contract labor expense in May even if you did not pay them until June or pay them until July, you would record that in May. And with accrual basis, we have accounts receivable and accounts payable. And you're gonna utilize those accounts to properly record income and expenses in the period that they're earned. So as you provide services or sell a product, you're gonna create an invoice, which is an accounts receivable, to match that to the period in which you performed those services or sold that product. So you perform services in May or you sell a product in May, you create an invoice in May, and that's going to report the income for that month. Once you are paid, it's going to clear out your outstanding invoice. So you provide an invoice in May, but you record, you actually get the payment in July. It's just going to have an accounts receivable that gets reduced in July, but the income is actually reported in May. And same thing with expenses. If you have a utility bill for a month, you will enter that as a bill or an accounts payable in the month that it's related to. Once you pay that bill, it's just going to clear out your accounts payable that you created with by entering that bill. So when we look at accrual, what are some of the benefits to accrual? One, you have more reliable reporting. Your income and expenses match to the same period. So if we use that example I gave earlier where you had a $50,000 deposit, you'd record that as a deposit in May or whatever month you received it, or whatever month you you created that invoice for, and then any expenses related to that, you would also record in that same month, even if you don't pay them till another date. So when we look at your financial statements, you're going to show income of $50,000, but you're also going to show, you know, say let's just say $40,000 in ad spend that you're going to be paying out in the future. So you have a little bit more reliable reporting because your income matches any kind of expenses that are related to that income which means you have a a little bit clearer financial picture. Now, some of the downfalls to accrual is that it's it's harder to maintain because you have to enter in all these invoices. You have to enter in all these bills and make sure you're tracking that properly. 
it's a little bit harder to understand because it doesn't match cash activity. You could have a great year or you could have a great month on the books, but there's no money in the door. You can't pay your bills because you have no money because you have outstanding receivables. Um, and it's also a disadvantage, especially when you come to end of the year, because you can be taxed on income that you have not yet received. So let's imagine on a cruel basis that you have an invoice for $50,000 related to December, and you're not going to get paid on that until January. Under accrual, you're going to have to pay tax on that income in December, even though you haven't received those actual funds yet. So that's one of the downfalls to accrual. Now, so many people come to us and say, should I use cash or should I use accrual basis? And really, it depends. And now I hate seeing saying it depends, but it really depends on your situation. And one thing to note with a lot of the accounting software out there, you can potentially do both or at least get reporting on both. So there is no straight answer as to which option is best for your business. You're going to want to talk to your accountant with the situations. But I do want to talk about some you know, typical guidelines that we discuss with clients when we're thinking about cash versus accrual. So cash basis is typically best for smaller businesses, businesses that don't have any inventory, service-based businesses. This is typically when cash is going to be ideal for you. Accrual is going to be best for bigger businesses, businesses with inventory, um, businesses that have shareholders or investors that they need to report to, or if you have kind of a complex business, typically those are going to be on an accrual basis. Now, Now, I did mention that you can kind of do a combination of both. So most accounting software allows you to switch between cash and accrual accounting. So that means that you have the ability to run on a cash basis, pay taxes on a cash basis, but still track accounts receivable and track accounts payable for internal purposes so that you are make sure you know how much money is owed to you and how much money you owe to other people at any point in time. But then when you go to the reporting, you can switch or toggle between cash versus accrual. So that's kind of a nice functionality about using an online accounting software like Xero or QuickBooks Online or something like that. So I want to kind of go through an example or walk through to kind of put this learning into perspective. So let's assume a few facts. Let's assume you send an invoice for $10,000 for services in August. And that's one fact. So invoice for $10,000 for services in August. Second fact is that you receive a bill for a contractor for $2,500, and that's for August activity. The third fact is that you pay $500 for a bill related to July, but you actually make that payment in August. And that invoice, that $10,000 invoice for August, we're actually going to receive a partial payment of that for cash of $6,000 in August and the remaining $4,000 in uh, September. And the final one is we're going to pay a bill for a contractor in September. So that bill that we got for the contractor, we're paying in September. So these are just some facts. And we're just going to kind of run through what does this look like on a cash basis versus an accrual basis. So on a cash basis, let's look at July July just to begin with. For July, all we had was a $500 bill related to um, related to July activity that we paid in August. So on a cash basis... There's going to be no activity there. We didn't make any payments in July. We just recorded a bill, but for cash basis, we didn't make a payment. So there's zero activity on cash basis. In August, we received a partial payment on that $10,000 invoice of $6,000. So we're going to have income 
of $6,000. And then remember, we paid that $500 bill related to July. We actually paid that in August. So our profit in August is going to be $5,500, which is that $6,000 partial payment we physically received in that $500 contractor minus that $500 contractor payment that we physically made. And then in, the, in September, we received another $4,000 on that, on that $10,000 invoice. So that's going to be income of $4,000. And we made that contractor payment of $2,500 in September. So that's minus $2,500. So we're showing in September a $1,500 profit. When we add all these months up, we're showing in total a profit of $7,000. So let's look at accrual basis. Accrual basis, again, we're reporting income when we invoice it and bills when we enter the bill. So in July, we had a bill created. We didn't pay it until August, but we're going to show in July a $500 loss because we have that bill created. In August, we're going to show $10,000 of income because we had an invoice created and we're going to show $2,500 in contract labor because we had that bill created. So August is going to show a profit of $7,500. And then on an accrual basis in September, we didn't do any. We didn't create any bills in September and we didn't create any invoices in September. All we did was pay previous items. So on a accrual basis, September is going to have zero activity. So in this situation, we had a $500 loss in July and a $7,500 profit in August. The net result of that is a $7,000 profit. Same as cash basis, it's just different reporting. It's reported in different months. So when we think of cash versus accrual, it really comes down to timing. When are you reporting the income and when are you reporting the expenses? That's the main difference. That's the big differentiator between cash versus accrual. In the end, they're going to balance out. But where this comes into play is when you have long periods. In this example, we just did three months. But these could span over years or year-to-year -year change. And so that's when you have those differences, especially when it comes to tax. So basically what we did in this article or this podcast episode was, was talk about cash versus accrual. We talked about bookkeeping prior, why you need bookkeeping, what are debits and credits. Those were all things that we discussed in prior episodes. And this is all leading up to uh, digging into the income statement and the balance sheet and financial statements. So that's what we're going to talk about next week. But again, I just want to do a quick overview of what we talked about today. Cash basis means that we recognize revenue when we receive cash, when we physically receive cash in our account, and we recognize expenses when cash physically leaves our account. Accrual means that we recognize revenue when it's earned, regardless of when it's received. So we earn revenue in September, we create an invoice, that's when revenue is recognized, even if we don't receive that payment until a later month. Same thing with expenses. Expenses are recognized in the period in which they are related to, regardless of when it's paid. So we have a bill, utility bill for April. We record that utility bill in April. We get the expense in April, even if we don't pay that until May, June, July, whatever it might be. And remember, cash basis is kind of best for smaller businesses, those with no inventory, service-based businesses. These are just general rules of thumbs. And accrual is best for bigger businesses, businesses with inventory, shareholders, or investors, and that are a little bit more complex. And again, remember with modern day accounting software, you can actually do a combo where you can toggle between cash versus accrual, where you can still hold accounts receivable and accounts payable for internal purposes, but still see your reporting on a cash basis 
when money's actually coming in the account versus when money's actually going out of the account. So again, the, the goal of this is before we dive into the dove into the financial statements, I wanted to talk about cash versus accrual because that's going to change what the financial statements are reported to you. So uh, this is uh, episode three on our All About Bookkeeping series. Uh, if you have questions about this, ask us in the Facebook group. If you have other bookkeeping questions that you want us to add to this series, we're going to go many more episodes in. So if you have any questions that pop up that you want us to talk about in future episodes, let us know. We're going to be combining those. And we're also going to have a panel at the end of this talking about with the bookkeepers on our team here at Jetro, how we can help you some experiences that they ran through and answering any kind of questions that come in. So hopefully that was helpful. I will see you guys next week as we dig into financial statements, the income statement, the balance sheet. Thank you. Now, one last thing before I go, don't forget to check out our podcast website at www.jetrotax.com. Simply click resources and then podcast where you can go there and check out our past episodes. Also, don't forget to join our free bookkeeping training program and free Facebook group. I've provided links to both of these in the show notes below. This has been another episode of the Small Business Tax Savings Podcast from the team at Jetro. If you enjoy our weekly episodes, please leave a review on whatever platform you listen to us on and share with other business owners. If you have any questions or future topics you want to hear, email them to tax at jetrotax.com. Thanks for listening and have a great day.